We're sort of at the end of this mimer, where we are summarizing the three levels of tshuva. We're actually going to introduce a fourth level, an ois vav on daf ayin hay, 75. Return back to the three levels of tshuva. Now, we do not find in Svarim any more than two levels of tshuva, simply the introductory lower level, tshuva tata, and the superior higher level of tshuva ilah. Tshuva is to tashuv hay, there's the first hay, and the second hay. There's yud k vav k. Those are the two levels of tshuva. Those are the two hays that are returned. But based on what we said in the Zehar, that's quoted also in Rishis Chachma. And here's the direct quote: that since we are all aligned with one in the tree of life, <laughs> this that he is called the bal tshuva because the general Knesset Yisrael are called in a constant state of tshuva, and even a master of tshuva, bal tshuva. Uh, mamish, that even the tzaddikim cannot stand where the balchuba can stand. What does this mean? So it's explained in the Mikdash Melech that when we are described as balchuba, it means that when we hold on to something, we are called the Baal, the master of it. That is, that we are able to be mashpia to this introductory level, the hey tata, yudke vav k. And that's when we say the Knesset Yisrael, which is Malchus, is described as tshuva. What this means to say is that it is called tshuva even in the level of bina, which is the hey ilah. Remember, yud hey, and then vav hey, the first hey, the higher level, which represents bina in the, as the shape of the letter hey, in contrast to the yud, which is the yud is small, it's the spark, that's chachma. The broad depth of the second letter, hey, which is the letter hey, is, uh, represents bina, the expansion of the idea. And there's the first hey, yud hey, which is the hey ilah, and the second hey, which is the hey tata. Now, since the bal tshuva holds on to the tree of life, which is zah, therefore he is called the master of tshuva. This means that he brings about a high level into the level of machas. He draws down from sevev kolam into mamali kolam and through va'asei toiv, and therefore he can be called the master. That is, he is the one who is mashpia to this tshuva. From whence we understand that this level called tshuva tata, which is the return of the, quote, lower hay, yudke vavke, has two levels. That is, the tshuva of Surmeira and the tshuva of Asetoiv, which now reflects on why we are describing it as three levels of tshuva, the higher level of tshuva, and within the lower level of tshuva, we have two levels subdivided into avoidance of evil and pursuit of good. That through the Surmeira, we return the, the hay to the vav, yudke vav hay. That is, that through our Vedas, that caused Hashem the hay that has been entrusted to us to go into Klippa, but when we avoid it, we rectify it and we turn it back to the vav. And we can draw down, or what's the mechanism to draw down an even greater level of love, an even greater level of light from Seviv Kolamin, it's through Vaasetoiv, the second step of the Tashuv Hay, which is to draw down from above to below. And that's the vav of the shame, Yudke Vav, okay? the vav, the shape the vertical shape of the letter Vav, that is called the Eitz Chaim, the tree of life, again, like the image of a tree that's vertical. And this is the Baal Tshuva, that is, he is the master of it, that he brings about a unity between the Vav and the Hay, which is the unity of Seva and Mamali. The Hay being the Mamali, the part that is entrusted to us, the Vav being the part of Hashem. So this is the third level of Tshuva, of Toshuv Hay Ilar, returning the higher level of Tshuva, which is beyond even the Seva of Kolam. Because Bina is called the Fnei And again, the higher level, Hey, the Hey is the concept of Bina, which is higher than even Zah, 
because Zah is represented, the Midas is represented in the Vav. And this precedes the Vav, Yud, Hey, then Vav, Hey. And we're not talking about returning to that higher level of Hey. That is called Havaya, which surrounds all worlds, and it is the revelation of Atik and Bina. Now, the Arizal writes that the unity of Vav, Hey is through Tairin Mitzvahs. However, the Yichud of Yud, K, the first two letters, is Dafit through Mesiris Nefesh. And that's why tshuva is higher than even the Vasei Teit. But nevertheless, it's explained that this tshuva is through Teit, because Teit comes from Chachm and Bina, that is, from Mechen the Ab. And since the Emes is that in tshuva Ilah, there is also the two levels in tshuva Tata. The first level is Tashuv, Hey Ilah, to return the Hey to the Yud. And the second is that he's called the Baal tshuva. That is, this that we say that he is the Baal tshuva Mamish. Like he explains, which is he elevates himself, he returns back to that original level, so he is even the mashpia to the level of Bina. So just like in the, quote, lower level, the tshuva uh, tata, in the hey tata, you have two levels. You have the avoidance of evil, which uh, prevents there being a hijacking of the kedusha that is entrusted to us into the world of klipa. And then you have the asetev, which elevates the godliness to that higher level. So too, in the Hei'ilah, in the higher level of Shuvah, we also have these two levels, including the level that you can be the Baal, the Mashpia of Chuva into that level of Bina, which is represented by the first Hei of Yud and Hei. And this is the other interpretation, that when you say Toshuv Hei, it's not just the letter Hei, but it's Hei that it's spelled out with the Yud vowelization. Hei, the, the, the name of the letter Hei, spelled out with the Yud which is the crying out from the depths, from the to both levels of death, the plurals, that is Bina of the heart, which is the level of Panimus Halev, and Chachma that radiates within the Panimus Halev, which is the hidden part of the heart. We also could add that these two depths are Bina, which is Avarabah from Mesir Nefesh and Chachmila, which leads to Yiri'ilah. Nevertheless, we say that there are only three levels. We seem to suggest now that there are four, two in the lower A and two in the higher A. Why are we only describing three levels of tshuva? So we now explain that the two levels of what we describe as two levels in the higher hey are actually one because Chachma and Bina, father and mother, are called two friends who never separate. And therefore, they both come together. Now, as explained earlier, that the three levels of tshuva are alluded to in the three letters of Beis, Chaf, and Reish. And now we have a fourth letter. A fourth level. So where is that alluded to? That's the concept of Beis Chaf Reish all coming together as a word, which is Bechor, firstborn, first of revelation, level of Chachmak. It says in the Zayar, Kaddishli called Bechor, sanctify me every Bechor, that this is the level of Yud, which is Kodesh, that is the Bechor of all the highest levels. And these two levels above are that Tashuv, Hey Elah, returning that Hey Elah back to the Yud. So Yud and Hey are paired from Milmata Lamaila, and then he's called Balchuva. That is, he draws down from above to below, from Atik to Abba and Abba to Eim. Regarding, as is explained in the Zayar, on the Pasik, Yashuv Yerachameinu, return and they will have compassion. Who should return? Yashuv is Atik to be revealed within Zah, within the Midas. And this is the idea of Hamshacham Amayla Lamata. And this is also the idea of the Bechorah, which initiates the womb, like the Zayar says, that this is that level that draws down from the Yud, that opens up the Rachamah, that allows it to be uh, manifest in the world. And this is also what we explained back in the Mimer of Lech Lecha, 
that in order for there to be a revelation from Chachmi law, this is from the Koyach of Atik, from the point of the Yud down to the bottom point, top to bottom, that is, from it to the Hei law, from which it is dispatched into all the different rivulets of expression. Regarding also, like it says, I will op for up, open up for you um, these loftiest of gates, the Sharim El Yenim, like uh, as, as wide as a ballroom. That is, that through this Rusa de la in response, that is, we do this mildest amount of approach to Hashem, and he responds with wide open gates. So the response is far beyond being merely commensurate with the initiation. This is what called Hashem's bracha, it's Hashem's hasagis, a bracha, mital Hashemayim. That this is totally Rusa de la like Tal which is not dependent on any kind of resurrection de la sata through kadoshli kol bechor, through opening it up, all of it, initiating the womb, which is the resurrection de la sata that arouses this non-commensurate in a beneficial way from Hashem. And this is true both in the person, Pidyan Aben, and in the animal, which is, that is, both in the human characteristic as well and in the animal characteristic that is both in the godly and in the less evidently and the more intuitive. That ends the mimer entirely on Parshish Shlach. We're now going to start at the beginning of the Mimer on Parshish Pinchas. <clears throat> so this is on Ayin Hei Amid Aleph. So the, the Alter Rebbe begins with a quote from the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Tzavus B'nei Yisrael, command the Jewish people, Ve'amarta, they meant say to them, as Karbani Lachman Ishi, my offering, my bread, my fire, Ve'amarta lehem, and then again it says, tell them, this is my flame offering. So the question that we begin is, why the redundant use of Yamarta twice? Now, every mitzvah has to be done with conscious thought, with spoken word, and with deed. So to the Karbonis, what is the thought? That's the davening. Avodah which parallels the Karbonis. What is the debord? That's Torah study. Like when a person engages in the study of a sacrifice, it's as if he brought the sacrifice. And then the deed is the actual carbon. Now, we are told, Yamarta lehem, zeha isha. We are said, Hashem tells Moshe to tell us this is the fire offering. And this is a reference to the actual carbon. And the first Pasuk says, is a reference to Machshava and Dibor. We now explain. We're now on Ayin Hamid base. Why is it described? Why are the carbonates um, described in the Pashat as Reich Nechayach, a pleasing aroma? It says this. We bring Hashem simply by doing what he has asked. Now that's the Chayra Shaykh for every mitzvah. Why is that particularly pointed out for Karbonites? And also, why are Karbonites linked to the Beis HaMikdash? And other mitzvahs like Torah study and the study of the Karbonites and the discussion of it and so on, you can do even when there's not a Beis HaMikdash. However, in order to understand this, we got to back up and we have to analyze what it says in Pashas Veschanan that today, which we are told is the time of Adam Hazah, is the time to do our deed. And Lamachar is the time to receive our reward. Now, Olam Hazah is this world in which we have choice. A person can choose good. Not only that, even if a person has already done Avedis, he can do Tshuva and he can return, which is not the case in Olam Haba, where there is no Bechira. And uh, he has, he reaps only what he sowed in this world. Now we see that the revelation um, in of Hashem, of godliness, the evidence of godliness is great in Elam Haba, and there is total bitel handavrayim, like we say, the hosts of the heavens bow down to you, even Klippa and Sitter Achro are on the level of bitel, 
that they call him the God of gods. But nevertheless, they cannot dominate the person and uh, uh, release him from his prison. And the prison of the body and the Kaychs and Nefesh Bahamas that follow after him in this physical world, the person is going to be forever hounded by his humanity. Now, this idea of kafakela, that is, that we are slung around in all kinds of distracting thoughts about all kinds of nonsense that um, cloud our thoughts and they portray themselves as if they still have stature and we start to think about them and uh, potentially follow them. Now, Machshobadiviramaisa are three types of garments that we wear in this physical world. They can be the lavush sock, the heavy, thick garment. They can be the begodim soyim, the filthy garments that uh, enclose the person from head to toe. Like it describes in the Gemara that says, whoever violates a, a, an Avera in this physical world, it follows after him at the time of Yem Hadin. And a person who's bound up cannot release himself. That's why we are told we have to remove the filthy garments, remove them. The reason is, the difference between Olam Haz and Olam Haba is that in Olam Haba, there's nothing that doesn't have its obvious place. Every uh, stage is distinct from its friend. The Malachim, the Neshamas of Gedusha are all distinct and uh, aligned of their own. And they have, Ra is completely separated from Tov. And therefore, wherever there's Ra, there's no Tov. Whereas in this world, it's all mixed, mixed together. And therefore, even if a person does an Aveda, he can still do a mitzvah. And he can change himself from evil to good. The point being, that in you have Giliyot Ensoit. And that's why Ganeidin is the tainig of the Neshamas, that they have the tainig on, they're grasping and intellectualizing of the Yorin Saif that is drawn to them in the delay of Giloy and Asag. And this Giloy causes an abundance of division of all kinds of levels, from level to level in different Malachim Neshamas. And even though they are all recipients of the Yorin Saif, it's comparable to the Neshama that's dispersed throughout the body, that even though the Neshama itself has no division, nevertheless, it has the power of vision in the eye, and every limb receives its distinctive power, and therefore each limb does what it does, and it doesn't do what the others do. So too, in Ishtalshalis, you have the idea of Machol is Ava, Gabriel is Yidda, and every tzaddik has his own particular place. And just like you cannot change the activities of the foot to become the head, so too you cannot disrupt the Seder Ishtalshalis and Elam Haba. And this is called Mamalikolamin. Every world receives according to its way. And therefore, once a person draws upon himself the garments of this Elam Hazad, these filthy garments, he can't draw upon himself the Giliyor and Saif in Elam Haba. Whereas the drawing down of Giliyor and Saif in Elam Hazad is through Torah mitzvahs that are done by a person in this physical world and his, and his speech and his thoughts, that this is drawn down from Saif of Kolam through which he fulfills Tehre Mitzvahs, in which he enclothes the Oren Seif Baruch Hu of Atzmei Bechvei De Kaviyochel. No thought can grasp him. He draws down the Oren Seif of the Seif of Kolam and over his very Neshamash that is higher than any revelation in Like it's explained in Tanya and Perak Memches, that Seif of Kolam is the level of Helam and Hester, Mamal Kolam is Giloi, but it's intensely Mitzumtzum. It's limited. Whereas Seif of Kolam, it's ain't Seif, but it's hidden. Now, the level of this revelation in Gan is only a glimpse from the Tehran Like it, we're told in Barashas that our job is to work and guard the garden that a person draws down, Gan That is the revelation of Elokos in Gan and the Tanikhan Um 
And the Orin Soif itself is Soif of Kolalmin, where everything is the same. Big, small, there is no difference. By Hashem, light and dark are the same. The Malachim are all asking, where is God's glory? And they are told it's in this physical world. And therefore, even though they've come down into this world, it can be elevated to the highest of worlds because the highest and the, and the lowest are wedged together. The point is, like the Moshe that is brought before, that you can't turn the foot into the head. That's only in Elam Haba, where everything is clarified and thus rigid. And therefore, everything's exactly where it is. Head, head, feet, feet. And therefore, it's impossible to be changed. However, here in this physical world, before everything has been clarified, where it's Elam HaMaisa, and it's the opportunity for clarification, like the fetus before he's fully developed, that the head and the feet are all uh, subsumed within the initial um, conception, and it can all be changed and turned around, like it says in the Gemara, that within 40 days, you can transform the child's physical identity. And this is the power of tshuva, to draw down the highest down into this physical world from its original source, again, because of Neitzai from B'tchilasan, that this, that it comes down into this, quote, lowest of worlds, into a fitted status of a malikol almin, that it's drawn down in Midas Malchus, Malchus Malchus and his Malchus is Bechol it's dominant everywhere. From here, we draw it down from world to world, that it's drawn down from level to level in the level of Gili Yorin Soif, that this revelation should have Bittal, the Yorin Soif Baruchu, that it rests only on that which is bottled to it in Elam Hatzilis, that there there's a Gili Rav and Otsum to the level of Bittal in Yichud Gomer. From there it is drawn down into Elam Habriya. The revelation is to be a Bittal that's incomparable to Hatzilis. And the tachlis of this yirida of the Madregas of Kedushim and the Madregas of Tachtenis of Asiya is the idea that is illustrated when we bow during Maidim. Regarding which the Gemara says that a person who doesn't bow in Moedim has not even reached even that perfunctory level of Bittal becomes like a snake. That's the clip of Sitra Achra. Uh, and some even say that he won't get up for, for Tchias HaMesim. That is the snake that has no backbone, can't bow. If a person doesn't bow, he's comparable to the snake and he even doesn't have the capacity for Tchias HaMesim because he points down only into death. Like it says, to give life and to invest itself in and even less than that. That it's drawn down into the Gashmis and the Kayach Hara and the Kayach of Tshuva, which is this opportunity of, uh, that comes from Seva of Kolalmin, should return the Chayas back to its origin and source, transformation of dark to light. And it has to be first Iskafia, that is, that his uh, attraction, his love for anything that is distracting outside of Kedusha, uh, he has to push back against it, that he should not follow after that which attempts to distract him. And again, it is called Zinim, that is that which tries to drag him away to separate outside strange matters. That is, even for the necessities of Gashmias, should not be uh, engaged with, with passion, only with cool detachment. And this power that remains within the heart should uh, be transformed to be exclusively to Hashem. That's where his passion should be. Like the Pusik says that she will desire her husband. And that's why she is called Isha, the Ish Hashem, because she came from the Ish, the, uh, the Ish with the Yud. Because again, and now we understand the rule of the superiority of a moment of tshuva and good deeds in this world, 
more so than all of the world to come, because the world to come is the gili of Mamalikolam that is drawn down only through the Midah of Malchus. Like we say, he recognized it from the davening, Yochid Chehoilami Melech, Meshubach He is singular, the life force of all the worlds, the king, praised, glorified till his great name. Yochid, he is alone. Chayolami Melech, he is the life of all the world, the king, that all chayas of the world only comes from the detached level of his rulership. And this that he's praised and glorified on and on is only his name, only for what we can appreciate about it. how, which is not the case by Chuva Maisim Tovim, that which reached out to save of Kolam, or reach up to save of Kolam. And this is what's indicated when we say Shubi Yisrael the Vayalekecha that we should return to Havaya or in Seif Baruch Hu, and Seif of Kol Amin should become Elikecha. That is, Havaya should be, the, the supernatural should become the immediate, regarding which it says, you should love Havaya Elikecha. And again, it refers to the Echod, that is, at the Echod of the Ahafta, the Yochid, the singular, the Seif of Kol Amin, should be revealed in Chayelam in Melech. And this is the Yehuda Tata to connect and unify the Yehuda Ilah within the Yehuda Ta'atah.